0: It might be cold outside, but we're here to warm you up with some hot takes on the last Reckless Rebellion of the year. Let's get it!
1: I am a Jedi,
2: like my father before me. Good no. Rebellions are built on hope. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and the Traitor. I
3: can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Never
1: tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, Rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, the podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a Death Star. All about the wars and the stars. I am your rogue leader, electrifying force sensitive, native to the Chissons ascendancy. I can't, I can't speak good today. Beep, pop, boop. Tom Scott Rochester, and I'm joined by the greatest minds, the Rebellion. As to offer up first, our master of chaos and pod racing enthusiast, King of the Hoth, Lee Kleinfeld. Only six days till Rebel Moon Boys. You know what? That somehow is lower than their Rotten Tomato score. That sucks to be them. Scarif native and Anakin's favorite Padawan, Jack Sunville. Pew, 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 pew.
2: Rebel Moon stinks. I haven't you seen haven't it. Seen I, sh- it? You I, sh- I shouldn't that. say that, but it's
0: you don't know that the whole
2: atmosphere around this movie and on Twitter with all these Snyder Bros sucks. Ah, they rise. stink. That rise. is super
1: sexist. Not all of them are bros. Some of them yeah, are dude. sisters. Even if they're gals, so they're bros. I,
2: they're all. Uh, when I say Snyder Bros, I don't He's, just mean they's,
0: that. and gays and she's and everyone. Yep. We everyone. Rise. Who, the Snyder cult is thriving. We're That's, just... we're Look. Just wait for the director's cut,
2: Jack, is all I'll say. Don't judge <laughs> the book by up. its cover. Shut <laughs> it the fuck up. <laughs> this, nothing against anyone personally. I just... I don't get it. I love Man of Steel. I actually kind of like Batman versus Superman. Whoa. I didn't know Jack was a closet I, Snyder fan. Easy, oh, my goodness. Easy. easy. I wow. think Man of Steel is... I think Jack might
1: lead the Snyder army. It's true. Maybe, maybe I am. I heard amazing. that.
2: Yeah, I am. Maybe I am. King
1: Pew's, they call him inside of the Snyderverse. Uh, on today's show, we are going to purge some ho- Star Wars hot takes and dive into a bit of the intergalactic news making headlines across the galaxy but before all of that let's check in with the smartest execute order 66 percent of this podcast guys i haven't seen you in ages i think jack this is the first time i've seen you since the 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 arrive we haven't named it but when we were in person
2: we need to hotlanta. name that we we need to, is do we want to do hotlanta maybe something with the hotlanting we need to name that the day thomas's hamstring died <laughs>
3: The hamstringing. Yes. I'm like,
2: uh, look, I'm glad we're out of that moment <laughs> because watching Thomas, I've never seen someone try. It looked like Thomas was trying to heal himself. Yeah, when that happened. Yes. Like he was directing his energy in his cells to
0: generate Breathing out the pain. Yes. I genuinely thought, and I, I we can we're in the past or in the future now, so like we can look back on it fondly and laugh and go ha ha ha. Yeah. Um. In the moment, it was scary. Because Thomas is old and, and he's
3: <laughs> just so crue, a cruel man. bitch.
0: Um, and for a moment, I was like, oh, no, he might have to go to the hospital. But then I also had this thought of, I'm a Canadian. I might see the inside of an American hospital. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't want to be there, plan. You'll automatically I'll lose $500. Yeah, I'll walk in wallet. and
0: it'll make me pay for something. <laughs> i'm and go where do i get the free health care and they'll laugh me out the room we'll go above the 49th parallel
2: oh my gosh yeah thomas amazing. it's been a bit i haven't been here with y'all in a bit to record a show has it been two weeks i think three weeks you were here um, when i wasn't that's all i know <laughs> yeah yeah it was just me and clino can um, i do a show together yeah we did it was the one where we talked we did uh, the hype level hype check oh yeah, oh, yeah. that, that was, was a fun show that was a good episode. have things changed since then I'm more down on the Mandalorian. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we already were. Klein, how you doing? Um, so yeah, Star Wars overrated? Oh, we'll get is, into Rebel hot Moon
1: takes better later. than Star Wars. <laughs> we'll get into some hot takes later, kids.
0: Oh, sorry Thomas, did you ask how I was I doing? I did ask how you were no. doing.
1: For for those of you at home, please understand that Klein is growing a glorious mustache. It's coming I, in. It's coming in hot. It's looking it beautiful. He's he's looking, you know who he looks like? Jack, look at me, look at me. Yes, sir. Sorry. Look at him. He's goose now. <laughs> he is the goose now. Talk to me, Dad. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle-doo.
2: I'm Talk doing to me, Dad. Cock-a-doodle-doo.
1: very well, my
0: friends. Um, things are oh good. God. Life is great. We are days away from the holiday. I guess we're in the holiday season. We're days away from like we're the- in it Christmas time Uh, I think last night was the last night of Hanukkah so oh happy Hanukkah happy Celebrating. shout out Richard Nebbins yeah for sure um what else is I have another uh I'm even more of an uncle uh I had my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law had a beautiful baby boy just a couple of days ago I'm going to meet him and my one-year-old niece Phoebe hang out uh over Christmas time yeah I'm doing good Doing well, hanging in there. Six days till Rebel Moon, baby, and then we can get rid of this reckless rebellion bullshit and just be Rebel Moon Rebellion because that's the I, podcast we need. That's I the thought one. you were
2: gonna say Rebel Rebellion. I'm like I'm kind of yeah, yeah, like exactly. that.
0: <laughs> rebel Rebellion. We're so rebellious. I'm doing well though.
2: Do we re- um, rebel against rebellions? Yes. I'm trying to think. There's it's a, nothing
0: really super crazy new. Yeah, uh, it's a double. Let's rebellion. just doing things. I
1: love that. Hey, man, that's good. I'm that's trying very to take good. a picture
2: of us on my Snapchat.
1: That's very good, Klein. You know, nothing new, nothing bad. But
2: Thomas looked bad. Hang on.
1: At the same time, you could be doing, you know, life, so what I'm hearing, Klein, is life's good, but it could be better. They should,
2: uh, s- yeah, I like
1: that, Thomas. Yeah. They should just, just like Paige. Yeah. J- and just like Sean Gunn. Shout out to the DC world.
2: Um, Let's not. Can I explain something that just happened? I'm trying to take a picture for us on Snapchat. That I like to take pictures of us every now and then just to save because I like having in in my memory. So you're feeble. I like documenting what we look like. Well, to document when we did stuff because I can't remember anything these days. But so I get a picture and Klein looks spectacular. He smiled. He did a little peace sign. I did the same. But then Thomas looked horrible because he was speaking. So I said that into the mic. Then Klein looks away and then Thomas does this insanely crazy, awesome like multitasking thing where he's smiling, pointing <laughs> at the camera, but also podcasting and Klein's looking down and I, I just can't get it right. It's just not happening. I think I'll save the Snapchat for next. No,
0: one. no. You know or what? Until you, next year. A little help from Photoshop. Yeah. You could turn
1: those two pictures into that's one. That's easy. Oh, you geez. just like cut what out a square. Math. Are you speaking? Oh, yeah. Just cut out a square. I don't have to look at this. That's what I tell contractors all the time. Just cut out this square of concrete. You poured it wrong. Sorry, pal. You're fired. I'll do it for you. None of that is actually true. Literally nothing I just said is true. Were you quoting your favorite U.S. president there when you said you're fired? Absolutely. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Shout out, Vinnie Mac. Uh, you have the same mustache as Vinny Mac, actually. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Vince McMahon is? <laughs> yes, no. you do. What? No, I don't. Yes, the you owner, do. The, Come on now. The former owner of WWE.
0: Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Yes. Google Vince McMahon mustache right now. Wait, isn't he the one with the meme who's like freaking yes. out and then
1: it progressively gets yes. more freaked out? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. They don't show him. the other side of that and you would be freaking out just as much. I was a child when that happened on television. Shout out Matt Remke. Shout Wait, out Richard s- Nebbins. Shout out I'm Nathan Johnson. He's probably seen it. Shout out Liam Crowley. They all know what I'm talking the about. corner now. turn. But
0: he owned. Yep. WWE, yep. but isn't he wrestling in that... Also true. ...picture? Um, Wait, so he... He did both. What?
1: He did both. He's just like the Jackie Rally. Moon. He got in the ring? Yeah. That, what? He was like seven. He's in his 70s when he was getting in the ring, and dude was jack-yoked, baby. Go look at him. Seriously. But he, like, fought? He fought. As a part of the wrestling? Yeah, as a part of the... This, what? Yeah. It's like Adam Silver going to play against LeBron James. What? I'm telling you. Jackie Moon, baby. Player,
2: owner, I'm excited coach. for Iron Claw. Oh, guys! Just, a, just if we're talking about wrestling, we are, that's the only thing of wrestling I know. We are being absolutely
1: reckless, but that movie is going to break your fucking heart. Um, I know. I can't wait. I've seen people be like, for- "I can't I love wait for Defer- this movie so much." They're like, "I can't wait for this movie," and I'm like, "Do you know anything about the story?" And they're like, "No," and I'm like, Don't "Do not Google it. I want to know your opinion after." The movie because i know I, the story i
2: kind of know i know the story but not fully.
1: i know the story of the von I was a big time wrestling fan i've i've read books on it dude holy shit this is about to be the oscar situation shout out a24 they are it's a24 a24 <laughs> no 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 no
2: klein they're friends a24 is friends exactly Tom, exactly so i, call him, I
1: call him a2 you know um toodles we, we, me and my good friend, A24, <laughs> we make great films all the time. <laughs> um, they just dropped the trailer to Civil War, which looks, oh my God, that is Alex Garland. That man. looks so good. I cannot wait to watch that. I'm, I'm ready to feel yeah. my skin crawl for the whole movie. Have you seen Ex Machina? No.
0: Dude, <gasps> Thomas, you would love Thomas. Ex Machina. Man, you he would makes Alex it. Garland makes fucking bang. Is that with except for men? Is that
1: with that was an awful movie? Well, you know, because except men,
0: for what, what? men are awful. So men. Oh, oh. oh.
1: Is that Which the movie couple with couple Scarlett ago? Johansson?
0: Ex Machina. No, Ex Ex Machina is Oscar Isaac and Dom Hulk Gleason before Star Wars, uh, like right before Star oh, Wars, okay. and it's about a like Elon Musk like figure, and Alicia Vikander, I believe, <gasps> testing an AI and like trying to convince one of his employees that he's that this AI is like real and is ready to go out to the world Um, cool and it's insane he also did Annihilation a couple years ago which is I didn't um, didn't see that one one. that has oh that one's it's so good
1: Natalie Portman Oscar Isaac and yes Natalie Portman yeah Yeah. Oscar Isaac
0: that is a movie I saw alone in a movie theater
2: and it is crazy so yeah well I understand great. no well, Annihilation? I, does it no make but you'll sense enjoy by the it? Of, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it one of those movies where it's like you won't really know what it is? Did you understand
1: on? Interstellar by the end of it? Yes, actually I did.
2: No, I
0: you did not. Yeah, I did. You were
2: not sitting there. It's going, another dimension. You couldn't even understand and it's them in the future. You couldn't even understand Oppenheimer. And it's all about love. It's all about love. Is all love about is, about is the birth. one thing that that transcends time and space. And Timothy Chalamet.
1: God, <laughs> De- <best>. Chalamet. I <laughs> <Wonka>, can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah, did you guys see that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is teaming up with A twenty four for a yes. movie? I c- can. I no. know we're starting the hot takes later, no, no, but no. fuck Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Wow, <laughs> that is aggressive. That's so here's the reason I bring it up, Klein, is cause he's playing a tragic a MMA fighter. MMA fighter, yeah. And so like reading yeah. it, I'm like, this is everything The Rock doesn't do in movies. So I know that's this is the
0: first It's gonna either be amazing and he's gonna break through and this'll be like, oh my gosh, he can yep. act,
1: or it'll be a train wreck. Yes, and i Hey, that I haven't been this excited for a new rock movie in like a decade. Since Rampage. No, I wasn't even excited. <laughs> Sad <Andreas>. I was <laughs> not excited for either of those movies. Since Skyscraper. Nope. <laughs> the actually it's probably I like Fast him in the Five. Jumanji movies. I think Fast Five Jumanji movies are great. Those movies fuck. Those movies are amazing. Um they were the best video game movie of all time when it first came out, uh because of how they how dare in, you because of how they captured the video game life. Yeah. Um, and then Free Guy happened, and I was like, oh, okay, the rest of them are movies based on video game property. Um, you're shaking your head no, like you've never played Grand Theft free Auto. Guy sucks. It, I, free guy Thomas, sucks.
2: we had this massive conversation on that Hype Check podcast. I heard. And I just want to bring it up again for the listeners. Like, I when Klein said it sucks, I was like, wait a minute, did I miss something about the society no, as a whole? Blows. I was like, I thought everyone loved it. And no. everyone did except. Oh Clint. my god! And they
1: say Canadians are nice and forgiving. I <sighs>
0: would never yeah. walk out of a movie. Liars. I didn't see Free Guy in theaters, but
1: I watched it at home, and I would have walked out of that. Wow! <laughs> I don't get it. But I, to be fair, Dad, you, should we do some Star Wars? You did say you're not a Ryan Reynolds fan, and I just think that you're crazy. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's no, what no, you no, said. No. I was there in my car. I think
0: Ryan Reynolds does <laughs> one thing very well. I'm just it's a lot of that one thing.
1: See, I felt he was different in Free Guy.
0: He was like No, he's does he is Ryan Reynolds in everything. He is Deadpool Wars in Wars every podcast. single movie. You want to talk Wars about podcast. a good Ryan Reynolds movie? Go watch the proposal. Like a Star Wars podcast.
2: Oh,
1: you're right. <laughs> that's the, Deadpool three. I didn't three. want, I didn't want to get too deep into it, <laughs> yeah, boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's it's cool. We're gonna I'm Deadpool gonna... three is coming out next year. That's the Ryan Reynolds news for everybody. What? Really? Yeah. Uh, that's, but you wanna yep. talk mm-hmm. news. Guys Sabretooth's in it. Who?
1: Sabretooth? Sabretooth. Listen, no fucking spoilers on my damn show. Do you know I don't <laughs> go on the internet? What the fuck is this shit, Klein? What it? Who gave you permission to spoil shit? <laughs> who,
2: who? I don't know. I'm who a bit is leaking you know, these dude. Deadpool three set photos?
1: Who? It, <laughs> it, it, the liberal
2: media is at it again.
1: You know what? Some
0: would some would venture to say it might be Ryan Reynolds himself.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's fair. Let's jump into the Rebel Report. News. 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 news.
2: I'm back. I'm doing it. It's the first time I'm doing it in quite some time. Is The Mandalorian Season 4 going to be a movie? Should I do this with my Tucker Carlson impression? Yes. Is The Mandalorian Season 4 going to be a movie? A show? The world may never know. Except now we kind of do. <laughs> I kind of want to hone that in a little bit more. I got to look up some Tucker Carlson clips. Um, He's got a whole network. You might as well just buy it. Buy the whole Uh, network. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if you want that in your algorithm, Jack. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) No, you don't. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Per the Bestman Bulletin on December 12th. Jeff Snyder, who's been reliable with Star Wars information in the past, reported that he had heard from a Disney source that The Mandalorian Season 4 was being transformed into a movie. Snyder said he previously shot down the idea in the summer when Making Star Wars reported that Disney were simply considering the idea that it was merely an option and that it was dependent on how badly production on The Mandalorian and other Star Wars projects were impacted by the WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes. Making Star Wars shared that a singular source of of his connected to the next season yeah of his connected to the next season of the mandalorian informed him that there are no plans for planned plot points of ahsoka season two to be absorbed into the fourth season of the mandalorian amid worries amongst some fans that ahsoka won't receive a second season as one has yet to be announced making star wars shared that he believes snyder is working on outdated information at this time and that the mandalorian season four is not being turned into a movie then on the very next day bespin bolton had an exclusive article come out that said, according to at least two sources, the The Mandalorian season four is gearing up to start filming sometime in February. It could be very late January, but February seems more realistic from what they've been hearing for a number of weeks. Uh, Bestman Bolton does not know how long filming is set to last on the fourth season, but if it follows the production of the Mandalorian season three, it'll likely film for six months, meaning it could wrap by August. Um, It's looking like there will be four Star Wars releases in 2024 Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, Bad Batch, and Tales of the Jedi, Season 2. Bestman Bulletin speculates that the Acolyte will release first, Thomas, and I suspect... (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, Bestman Bulletin suspects it'll be sometime in the summer of 2024, probably August, given Lucasfilm's affinity to release series that month, with Skeleton Crew arriving later in November and Andor Season 2 unfortunately slipping into the early part of 2025 this also comes from the same exclusive article quote one source remained confident in the next series in the next star Wars movie being that led by Daisy Ridley, which will see Ridley return as Ray Skywalker in a film being written by Stephen Knight and dire- and to be directed by Charmaine Obaid Chinoy. The Ray Skywalker film is set 15 years after the events of star Wars, Red Skywalker and will follow Ray as she attempts to, c- to construct a new Jedi order from what they've heard. Ray Skywalker, the Ray Skywalker flick is still looking to film sometime in 2024 at Pinewind Studios in London, which is very exciting. Huh. Uh, I just dropped a bunch of information. I wanted to throw in some other stuff in there at the end, just to like so we all are clear about what productions are looking like for these Star Wars projects um, beyond just the Mandalorian Season 4. But guys, I want your thoughts. We'll go to Klein first. Thomas looks like he's figuring stuff out. Um, Klein, what are your thoughts on the possibility or the fact that Disney seemed to be even considering the Mandalorian season four being turned into a movie. And are you happy it's staying as a series? I'm just confused by the whole thing. um, Because right now we
0: have these three movies pillars i guess in the star wars schedule we have ray we have first jedi and we have the mandoverse movie and and the big idea is the mandoverse movie is going to be this big culmination of the whole mandoverse stuff and it's for the first time on the big screen and blah 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 it'll be all these disney plus threads finally coming together into one big two-hour epic that david thompson can't wait for (laughs) (laughs) so you're gonna water that down water the excitement of that down by putting a Mandalorian season four on the big screen. See, that to me seems antithetical to like what the whole point of the Mandoverse movie being this big event actually means. And I guess sure it's exciting if it does happen. More Star Wars at movie theaters is a good thing, I think. But I also feel like doing something for the sake of doing it. It just I don't know what the intention is behind this. And uh, like doing it for the sake of doing it just seems silly to me. I'm not into it at all. Um, I, I don't think it should be as wishy-washy and as up and down as uh, Season 3 was. <clears throat> I don't think that The Mandalorian is a lost cause. There has been good Mandalorian content. I think we can get back there. I don't know if changing things into a movie is the right way to do it
2: i couldn't agree more with everything klein just said thomas your thoughts it's a good we know you're excited for the accolade yeah, I mean, are you actually i can't tell um well didn't they just say it's not gonna be that banshee howl. it's
1: not gonna be a movie that that was a wrong no. source
2: right it, well so making star wars initially reported a while ago in the summer that it was they were thinking disney was considering making it a movie And then Jeff Snyder uh, last week said that he was starting to hear something similar, but then Making Star Wars said, no, that was outdated information. They're not doing the movie. It's going to be a series or a season of a show okay and that seems to be all but confirmed yeah
1: it's a non non non-starting talking point for me i don't give a shit uh it sounds like it's not a movie uh, all right all right we'll get get the mandalorian season (laughs) four at some point i got more things there's more stuff in here bro there's a lot to talk about in here but a
2: lot of it wasn't like new news it was just kind of other relevant information well i disagree except for the fact that mando season four is filming now and february that
1: like. i guess yeah uh, th- we have not talked about the summer 2024 i've not heard
2: that with the acolyte this is the first time i'm here No, that. we we've talked we talked about it on the hype check thomas you were not here you guys come on man get it together let's go yeah it was it was i mean it was gonna come out this year when did you I mean i knew that when,
1: but there's i i didn't i don't even remember you guys saying that oh. i'm sorry i listened to that episode on my drive back from south carolina I we talked about it um but i just don't remember that specifically um but yeah august acolyte acolyte august let's go like th-
2: will this tie into my hot takes later maybe tom thomas i do want to clarify i think that part of the article though that was just Bestman bulletin speculating when these were gonna release based yeah. on prior disney plus schedule. so that's yeah. not like a he's heard that it's coming out in august so which just so you just don't get gives, too excited.
1: Uh, which gives me even more excitement that it could be earlier. Are they? Because I don't think they finished oh, yeah, I think it, they haven't finished filming Andor, right?
2: No, Andor's no. gonna be twenty twenty five. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right. Yeah. We did talk about that.
0: I think Accolade's earlier than August. Me too. I think, I think so it's too. Probably like Obi Wan slot.
2: May fourth, yeah. Just
0: because they have you looking at the list, they have this many, they've got four things. I think that they they will space out those live action things as right, best yeah. they can. So, what's interesting doing like about this? August and then end of the year is weird.
2: It's interesting to me, and I mean, this has been brought up before, but the fact that Skeleton Crew was supposed to come out yeah, November or December of this year, and, and then Acolyte was supposed to come out in spring of next year, of 2024. But now Acolyte's going to be the first one out, and Skeleton Crew looks like it's getting pushed to November. Klein, to answer your question, I don't know if anything. I don't think anything's they're maybe just hold, going on. Just I think holding they're holding it. and maybe it's part of a release strategy of the Mandoverse projects they'll have coming out in 2025 because it's all supposed to be connected in the same universe timeline. So that makes sense. I think that could be it. And not only yeah. does that make sense, I think like everything
1: that I've the vibe I've gotten from Skeleton Crew is very much like a a Christmas energy. It gives very homey. Yeah. This is for families like watch this when you're at home, something to get everyone excited for. Um, so I think, I think that kind of leans into, uh, skeleton crew being a, you know, what is it? Qu- fourth quarter of next year.
2: hmm Q4. as the corporate world likes to say. Oh,
1: you and, you and quarter, you and Q4, your best friends, just like me and A24. <sighs> Look at us, huh? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh,
2: not me, not me at all. Um, moving on, we have some character names for skeleton crew. Uh, that have been revealed by making Star Wars. Uh, But I pulled this information from Bestman Bulletin. Uh, The first character name we have here is Neil, which is the Ortolan child, the Max Rebo kid, played by Robert Timothy Smith. Uh, Then we have Wim, uh, who is the lead child actor in the series and is the character who's most seeking adventure. Get it? Wim? Whimsical. Um, KB, which is one of the female child actors, and then SM-33, which is a droid that looks similar to K-2SO. I just wanted to throw this in here because I thought people might be interested. Nothing really to talk about unless you guys have anything Max I like one of them's
0: just Neil. <laughs> I mean, it's spelled different. Yeah, Neil. It's Yeah, it's just it's one of those, like when you're watching an anime, everyone's got cool names and then they're just like Steve.
3: And you're like, oh. <laughs> He's Steve. Hey, Steve.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, was what was the show? True. There was a Star Wars series that had like a, it was like a Fred with two Ds or something. Andor. Oh, Oh. Andor and or had yeah. something like that, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it was Fred. Yeah, it was um it was what's her name? The one who we when we were talking Bips. about we got finally butt stuff in Star Wars because we saw someone oh, take their pants. No, it's off. Tim, it was Tim. Tim. I think Tim Tim with with Yes, it was his
2: her boyfriend. <laughs> we got, the fact that the butt stuff reminded me of Tim
3: <laughs>
0: concerning.
2: Yeah, it is. It's just so he funny that like Tim's butt. Um
0: you wouldn't know that his name was any different, unless you had like subtitles. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> just Tim.
2: <laughs> oh my god, what a uh, show! Just to clarify, if if you haven't seen Andor, there is not butt stuff. <laughs> just just you so see everybody a knows. Butt? You, you see your first Star you, Wars booty. Is it the first? Yeah, that was why we were talking about it. <laughs> Does, does, does an alien booty count? Because I think Return of the Jedi would have something to say about that.
1: No, only the original theatrical cut, which I would call the director's cut of Return of the Jedi. Sir. We no, no, the director's, director's cut either. is the new version. The theatrical is OG, man. No, no, no. I disagree. I think the original intent is very clear in the original trilogy. Uh, the, the George cut. was going through some stuff. Yeah, a divorce. He was getting turned on by Twi'leks, yeah. and he then turned oh. in a whole generation getting turned on by Twi'leks. Shout out, Greenskin. That's
2: headcanon. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next it's story. It's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's Legends. Um, <laughs> my favorite story of the week. My favorite topic to discuss. Adam Driver is back talking about Star Wars on the Rich Eisen show, specifically about the character arc of one kylo ren adam driver said quote i had an overall arc that in my okay this was definitely bad writing on variety's part i'm going to change this i had an overall arc in mind that jj abrams wanted to do his idea was that kylo's journey was the opposite of vader where vader starts the most confident and the most committed to the dark side and then by the last movie he's the most vulnerable and weak he wanted to start with the opposite JJ, that is. This character was the most confused and vulnerable, and by the end of the three movies, he would be the most committed to the dark side. I tried to keep that arc in mind, regardless if that wound up not being the journey anyway because it changed while shooting, but I was still focused on that. Driver said Ryan Johnson took Kylo Ren's original arc in a different direction with The Last Jedi, although it's still tracked with the character. That wasn't the case with The Rise of Skywalker. He said, quote, The last one, it changed into being, you know, about them and the dyad and things like that. Driver said, and evolving into Ben Solo. That was never a part of it. He was Ben Solo from the beginning, but there was never a version where we'd see Ben Solo when I first signed up for it. I want to speak first on this one because I think it's very interesting that he he notes that Ryan Johnson took a different direction with the Last Jedi, which he did. I think JJ's treatment for Episode Eight was the fact that okay, Kylo Ren killed Han Solo. He's fully committed now. He needs to finish his training, as Snoke says in Force Awakens, but he that is his direction. And Ryan subverted everyone's expectations, including my own. I was so excited to see full-on dark side Kylo Ren. Here we go. He's so into it. And no, he like it just made him even more conflicted, even more broken and shattered and confused about his place and everything. And I thought that was so smart. I thought it was so interesting, as we've talked about in previous episodes of this podcast. Um, but he, you still could have taken what you had in the last shot where Ryan took a little bit of a different direction, but at the end of that, he still is left. He's still, well, Ray doesn't take his hand, but you know, he, he gives her the option. He's like, no, I'm still committed to the dark side. Let's rule together. She says no. And he is Supreme leader himself. And from there, you still could have taken rise of Skywalker into an interesting thing where he is now as. Adam Driver said, the most committed to the dark side, and this is his full thing, and blah, blah, blah. But that that did not happen. (laughs) Uh, And I think that a big reason that didn't happen is because of Disney and everyone's reactions, and in my opinion, overreactions to The Last Jedi. Guys, do you have any thoughts here about Driver's comments? I'm just happy he's talking Star Wars again. He doesn't seem to have any animosity towards it. He seemed, you know kind of at peace with the whole thing. I want him back in Star Wars, whether it be Kylo Ren or something else, because he's might be the best working actor right now.
1: I absolutely love that he's talking Star Wars. And I don't want to be like that guy, but duh, like everything he says, duh, it was very obvious that the arc was taken in a different way. But in my opinion with you, Jack, he's like, oh, he him killing Snoke is the most dark side thing. Like, oh, I killed my master right mm-hmm. he did it on his own while projecting one thing with his mind in terms of imagery but really like it's beautifully written to be like yeah he has succeeded where all other dark side apprentices have failed that we've seen on screen vader failed Ma failed dooku failed the only one that succeeded happened off screen Palpatine. So like, I think from that point forward and because it's literally, he kills his dad and it's the next fucking day that he's like continuing this on. Like, it's not just like, yeah, I killed my dad. You know, it's going to take anybody a little bit of time, but by the end of it, he's like, yeah, I'm the dark side. Like I'm going to do it. I'm going to tear this down. I'm going to do what I need to do. And that's where I fall into the rise of Skywalker and just go, eh, it's a movie. It's, it's in the bottom tier of all of star wars for me because i just i just think unfortunately the way that the um the way that the production went the development of it uh i used to blame jj abrams hand up i fucked up i was wrong i'm sorry jj it's not you it was a movie by committee they tried to take the marvel approach without any true uh like what come on say d say practice of doing that i mean they they got rogue one right then they did solo then they did the rise of skywalker and and rogue one isn't even so much a movie by committee as it's like they shot it then they brought someone in at the near the end to finish and then also when they did rewrites they brought in you know it was tony gilroy so i look at that and go yeah you you guys kind of got it right but with solo i i i like solo i stand by my ranking of it being the middle of star Wars movies and where the fulcrum tilts because the rest of them I don't have as much fun as I do with star Wars. And I think there's a lot more negative things about the movies below it, in my opinion to say, than solo for me opinion based, of course, subjective, but when it comes to Adam driver, uh, Kylo Ren's arc, like, Personally, I wish we'd have gotten that. Like every time I hear something about the sequel trilogy, I go, I wish we'd have gotten that instead. And I hate that.
2: Uh, I agree. Um, I just wanted to say what's interesting about this before I kick, kick it over to Klein. The Duel of the Fates script that leaked, which is Colin Trevorrow's script before he was fired off episode nine. And I think, yeah, I know, and before the overreact i keep seeing overreaction i'll just say the reactions to the last jedi um six years ago today insane absolutely insane i can't believe it was six years ago um part of his script it was definitely a kylo ren that was committed to the dark side everything that we've said everything that adam driver said but at the end he still essentially gave up his life force to save ray which is what he does in The Rise of Skywalker. It seems at least it was written better than I think it was in Rise of Skywalker. Who knows how the final version would have ended up, but he still does that. So not to say Ben Solo returned, but he still does that in that moment. So I still think that's interesting. Like Rise of Skywalker kind of did what we, this thing that we've all praised in Duel of the Fates, but it's also a lot about execution. Klein, thoughts on this, if you have any.
0: I'm, I don't know kind of over just the <laughs> re not rewriting of history, but all of this, it could have been better. It could have been this isms that we've been getting sure. from anyone involved in the sequel trilogy. It goes back to the, the dual, the fate script and, and all of that. Like we got what we got. Things change. Plans change. It's was Luke and Leah, were they always brother and sister? I don't think they were. And that is, I think, something that changed along the way. Uh, mm-hmm. it, things change. That's just the way that uh, these mega machines work in entertainment. And so while it's cool to hear about this other alternate universe uh, set of movies that we could have gotten from Adam Driver here, from the Duel of the Fate script, from basically anyone, um, I'm kind of just like, can we... Move on. I'm I'm sort of done. All right. I
1: want to give you a lot of shout out, Klein. That's you're right. We should. only if the they realism. make this
0: change, we don't get the kiss of gratitude. So. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus fucking
1: Christ! <laughs> uh, I was just about to be like, here we go. Yeah, good job, Klein. Like you're right. Like you're right. We should move on. We should let the past die or kill it. What we have, if we also have we to. don't get
0: the. You can't see my hands, but it's the shrug. But oh like, i had oh, no God, idea what moment. you were doing you're like you can't see my hands either, and i was like i can't tell what you're doing do you help me okay yeah. okay just let me let, let. here we he go Oh, here we go he's he's Audio stepping back podcast
1: he oh <laughs> that's a sorority girl squad right there <laughs> no. baby sorority squad
3: Clyde.
1: it
2: was he had Beautiful. to kneel because he's so tall to be on camera uh he couldn't do it. the full ben solo um i agree with client in the sense yeah, yeah it, let so move on. Let's just be over it. I always love talking about it though, because it's I like these debates and discussions. But what Klein said. Six years ago
0: today, Last Jedi. Plans change. I remember the I remember
2: best it sequel
1: trilogy movie.
2: I don't disagree with you. I don't think I do either. It's not the most consistent though. Suck it, Dave. Um, remember that just oh, looking back, Ugh.
0: I can remember vividly sitting down in that movie theater, and I remember the air. Sucking out of it, the second that the mover <laughs> oh, happened, yes. and you could hear a fucking pin I was just, It was yeah. like well, I have never seen
1: that before. I was just, thinking I kind of like made that. a
2: face over at my dad. I was like, when that happened, I was like, oh shit.
1: <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> there were there were three uh-huh. moments where my friend and I like looked over and grabbed each other, like, oh god, uh, and it was the the pork showing up was the first. Yeah, yeah listen, I like went. Oh, I like it when you call me (laughs) pork papa. Throw your fins in the air if you're true. I don't know. Anyways, um, it was the all the
0: canto. No, it was
1: it was when they (laughs) blew up the Benicio del Toro's on screen. Going, uh, listen, don't fucking make fun of my threats by interrupting me and then doing my. Are you mocking me? (laughs) Are You fucking mocking me? Uh, They when they blow up the bridge and Leia like because. At this point, Carrie had already died. So we're like, holy shit, are they killing her? That was a moment. Um, the holdo maneuver was another moment. And then the explosion and, like, the whole throne room scene was just, like, a continuous moment of, like, holy yeah, fuck. Man.
2: Are you serious? Holy shit. God! The whole time. Remember when Mary Poppins showed up in that movie? If you want all the latest news about the Star Wars universe, be sure to check out all of our friendly Star Wars outlets. Today we had the best been bulletin. And we had uh yeah, what? And making And I was saying Oh, and making Star you. Wars. Yeah. Oh well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't interrupt me, Thomas. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I like the idea of Jack putting his foot down, and just be don't That's really funny, Thomas. Don't ever.
2: <laughs> I took a page out of Adam Driver's book. If you haven't seen his oh SNL God. monologue from 2019, whenever the hell that yeah. was, um, and I think he had a recent one too. Of course, uh, check it out. Um, I'm completely off track now. Yeah, go check out all of the Star Wars outlets. Um, I think we pulled a variety too, and of course our home our our, our su- klein's sweet home the direct.com uh everybody yeah you thomas yeah you klein yeah you student who's listening who's still in college and definitely didn't cite their sources on their paper tonight cite your sources
1: and say hi to your mother for me we will be right back after a brief <laughs> ad break and we will dive into our take your temperature 2023 edition you're listening to reckless rebellion it's resistance.
3: I'm
0: Ethan Simmy. And I'm Ben Lahorn, And we are the hosts of 24 Minutes of A24, a podcast about the movie and television library of A24. This place rules. So come join us in the green room every single Friday as we review both past A24 projects and the latest talks of the A24 town. We've even heard of some people entering a state of euphoria while listening to us. So come on, come on with us as we talk about both the uncut gems and the A24 projects that are everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a guaranteed good time, even if we usually run longer than 24 minutes, which is basically every single time. We try our hardest to take some funny pages out of our podcasting book and A24 knowledge and live the high life here on the pod. So whether you're joining us in Midsommar or you've been listening to us... All throughout your past lives, we can't wait for you to join us every week. Be sure to tune in every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else
2: podcasts are, and even YouTube to join in on the A24 fun.
0: 11 A24 project references, man. We did it. And I think this might be the first time the pod has ever been under 24
1: minutes.
2: We did it, Ben. We did it.
1: Wow. And we are back. We're gonna send this right on over to Klein for our Supreme Flagship <laughs> topic. Back like we never left.
0: Exactly. It's just when Jack's here. I don't know why I just I get lost in those baby blues. I, I guess. fuck it
2: up. I don't
0: know what it is. Um, it is time. This is as we've kind of said, I think. Yeah, we've said it this episode. It's our last episode of 2023. I hope you're having a fantastic holiday season. And this will be a festive meal for you when the family is just, I don't know. You want to tear your hair out. Uncle Joe's getting into the politics again. Mom's like, let's play another game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. You can put this in and you can enjoy Jack's liking that. Jack, you play a lot of Hungry Hungry Hippos back in the day. You bet your ass. Oh my God, that was hungry. Anyways, um, so what we're going to do today is in the spirit of the holidays and festivus, I guess, we're going air, to air some grievances, but I'm stealing a book out of I want to shout out the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. They do this amazing thing at the end of every fantasy football season, and that is called the Take Purge, where it is time we open the doors up into a safe space and we let anything out that's in that we want to get out and there's just, there's no judgment and we can, we can talk it out. We can hang out. Basically how it works is as we head into the new year with, you don't want to do it with anything big on your chest. You want a fresh start. You want to leave that baggage in the year before. So what's going to happen is we are going to purge those takes. We're going to create this safe space. As I said, what we say here cannot and will not be held against us moving forward. Anything we say It stays right here, Thomas, so you can't bring it up later. Lies. Think of it as like a phantom zone for your truly terrible Star Wars opinions. That is what we are creating here today. This is the time to get anything Star Wars related, anything off your chest, and then the rest of the pod, which so say Thomas has something to say, then Jack and I will do what I'm calling taking the temperature. We are going to take the temperature of the take. There's all this hot take language around the internet. I don't know where it came from, (laughs) but that is what we're going to. We're going to check the temperature of just how hot that take is. By way of four descriptors, we have a flaming hot take, which is a take we find incredibly crazy. A hot take, a tepid take. That's like a room temperature take. And then a cold take. A cold take is something that, Why'd you even say that? Of That's obvious, or maybe it's something that everybody agrees with. From there, we can hash it out and do your thing. Does that make sense to the two of you?
2: So much sense. I'm so ready. This is so exciting. You're so
0: ready? Yeah. So we've all come with a collection of takes, correct? Yes. Thomas, has got to Thomas is Thomas writing shit right much. now. <laughs> Let's get things started. Who would like Me. the floor first oh, in God. our first annual take? I,
3: <laughs> a Jack
0: Fuse is ready. <laughs> Jeez, he is jack go ahead yeah, bitch. the floor is bitch yours. about sabine this is a safe bitch space. about sabine
2: for me i kind of will 2023 was a shit year for star wars <laughs> wow okay okay is that it pretty much okay. <laughs> mando season three sucked yeah ahsoka well had some of the my favorite star wars moments ever that i'll go back a great and rate seven out of ten it it, the show itself is not good. <laughs> it's not a good cohesive show, in my opinion. And Bad Batch, literally everyone forgets that it came out this year. Which was, which. It, Bad Batch was awesome. Awesome. Klein, I kind of want to play back some reviews that you had. Of Sorry. The show. <laughs> the, there were awesome moments in that. Exactly. Was Tales of the Jedi also, this year? I visions. Think it was. Uh, I forgot about Visions. Tales of the Jedi was this no, year. It wasn't. No, it wasn't tales of the jedi wasn't are you sure i'm pretty sure it was
1: 2022 uh, you're right you know you're you are 100 right did that come out may 4th it was over the summer tales of the jedi yeah 2022 hang on yep. i just looked it up it's
2: been that october of october 26th okay, um 2022, okay so yeah, yeah that, so yes we jedi survivor then we did have Things visions i don't even know what that is um and the, I, the game i know what it is <laughs> i'm having a moment this is my take
3: okay.
2: the re the biggest reason though why i'm so down this year is because as a star wars fan i'm literally at a point where i'm like i really don't care like i'm ex- i'm pumped for the acolyte when andor wow. comes out i will be there day one like i'm i'm pumped for a few shows i got these movies but like like just right now and it's easy to say this there's no shows coming out and we don't know when the next one will come out. But like, I'm just at a point now where I'm like, eh, okay, like it, they, they undid so much goodwill that they had built up from 2019 when Mando released to forgetting the timeline 2020 Mando season two book of Fett had some of the best stars ever. Maybe count that. I don't know, but they've undone, undone a lot of goodwill that they had been building for me this year. Sounds
0: like another Disney property.
2: Well, yeah, that too.
0: Um, Thomas, how hot is that take to you? It's pretty hot. I don't want to say... F- you think it's a hot take? It's pretty hot take. Like, I don't... Wow. I don't... This. Uh, I think and- that's a very cold take. I don't think it's cold to say that... Or I don't think it is oh. controversial to say that 2023 was a shitty Star Wars Interesting. Year.
2: Huh. I just want to clarify. It doesn't mean every Star Wars project and every episode and whatever was bad. No. I'm just as a Star I think Wars fan. If you are a Star ugh. Wars
0: fan, you are leaving 2023, you uh, know, 2023 did not deliver on the no. um, on the potential that it had. In, coming yeah, into 2023, agreed. there were some locks. Right. Mando's coming back off of a hot season two and Book of Boba Fett appearances. We had... Uh Ahsoka was going to be the Rebels season 6 we've always wanted. And those two things like those that's was really like when we talk about the tent pole Star Wars stuff, that's it. And that, both of those did not uh, did not deliver.
2: In 2022 I would have felt the same way if it wasn't for Andor. Andor saved yeah. 2022 for me for as sure. a Star Wars fan and that's why coming out of 2022 I was pumped. I'm like, "All right, we got Andor, Ahsoka's coming, Mando's coming just as you said, Klein." And I'm just like, "Oh. Yes, Thomas. What else came out in 2022? Obi-Wan and oh, yeah. um, Book of Boba Fett also. It didn't premiere in 22, but yeah, it had but most of its episodes gotcha, in 22. Gotcha, so. gotcha.
1: I, I would agree yes, with the 2022 thing, uh, especially because like I love three episodes of Obi-Wan, like the whole episode. I love yep. three whole episodes. I don't care about one whole episode of Obi-Wan and then there's some good character building in there that's enjoyable to watch at times. Um Book of Boba Fett. I love the first four as a Boba Fett story and then the other three are just Mandalorian. It's it's the Civil War of Mandalorian, you know? It's it's been, it's Mando season 2.5. Um the reason, you know, I, I'm going to go next now. The reason I said it's a hot take is because you're not in you need to be like you're not you're not playing around in the the universe that matters the most and that's the high republic bitches 2023 oh, created what i'm going to stand by and say is the greatest star the wars book era called... of our generation it's better than the sequels it's better than the mandalorian the high republic is it better than the prequels that's not a high bar <laughs> That's a, I'm sorry. The Mandalorian fine. is not—it's not a high bar <laughs> like to be better than the Mandalorian. The no, not after this year, eight. Thomas. So you're saying that you—you know, okay, all right, fine. Then, then what you're saying is this is a cold take, and you motherfuckers agree, and you're going to read a book now. Yes. Cold. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to read a book. Ah, I knew I you were gonna, a cold take. I knew
2: I was going to get you. <laughs> you well, you did it. You didn't really entice me to read it. I thought you were about to say of all time. Actually, and no, I would have been like, I holy don't think shit! You to you be completely honest, a
0: hot take. Because, oh, I think it's a hot take. Because, oh no, it'd be a cold take. I'm just trying to like deduce <laughs> in my head. Math, I don't Klein. think I. I think it's really silly what you just really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Thomas, yes. I was about to be blown away. I thought you were about to say the best of all time for Star Wars eras. Here's um, the thing. If you'd said best of all time, that's a hot yeah. Time. I would have said that's a hot Jack. Take.
1: I'll I'll up it because it's my favorite. era. Don't do it for the show. No, don't don't. It's my favorite era of Star Wars. If you truly believe, it is my favorite era of Star Wars. So, like, I wanted to reel it back to be full stop. Yeah, my favorite era on the timeline. Easy, easy. But Thomas, not even close.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong. No, Thomas. Correct me if I'm wrong. I will not correct you if you're wrong. I'll let you be Mm -hmm. wrong. (laughs) Did you did you say that uh, your initial statement was that it is the best era of our generation? Or did you say it was my favorite era of our generation? I said it was the best era of our generation. Do you think the High Republic era is the best era of Star Wars? Not your favorite. Do you think it is the best? That is what I'm curious mm-hmm. about. If if your take is that it's your favorite, I still think that—
0: Quantitatively better than any other era of Star Wars. Now,
2: now Thomas, if your t- if your take here is that it's your favorite, I think that is a tepid take. That's yeah, yeah, I mean, where I'm landing uh, on this. If but... it is, you think it is the best, I will say that it's flaming hot. Flaming hot Cheeto.
0: Flaming fucking hot. (laughs) That is absurd. But
2: don't do it for the show. Don't do it for the show. Be real. So I just want to clarify
1: in our timeline or on the Star Wars timeline? Because there are two different things, technically speaking. Everything that we've seen in canon. Okay, yeah. In terms of it's better. It it has it lives in my brain. It lives in my brain so much harder. My brain is filled with more high republic knowledge than live action knowledge at this point. I'm just like, I'll see somebody say something and I'm like, I didn't know that things were good based on how many keywords you can keep in your brain i was totally unaware
0: of that listen no i i are, get what he's yeah. saying
2: though it, it's sticking with him it's it's, it's like, make it's yeah. thought provoking it's making if that's the like case memorable. i've got a franchise for you it's called rebel fucking oh my moon god. my, friend. Oh my you god you know it's gotta be get good here, yeah. Klein. it's
0: gotta be good Ah, get out of here you fucking mustache um, i don't doubt the i don't doubt the high republic is good i, I will say that yeah <clears throat> that it is better than Anything else in
2: the universe? Any era? Let's. Uh, he's not saying that the projects the themselves are like better than Empire. Returns. He's just saying the era itself, in terms of the overall but you guess storytelling, those projects are the part of that era. It is, but but I don't take this take as he's saying that one of the High Republic books is better than Empire and or Rogue One. And not like to say that that isn't that. the yeah. case, Thomas. I don't want to speak for you, but well, there are some it, that It's are just better, like the yeah. general era of like. Oh, like i like so much rich lore like i take it as more something along those lines in the storytelling yeah. but like there are genres
1: in I the books that you don't get in movies it's crazy because take. all the movies are just everybody hates solo that's because it's kind of fun but there's not a single horror live action thing at all there's horror moments but there are books at a
0: I didn't know you needed a horror movie to be a good thing.
1: I need a Darth Vader horror (laughs) show, and I stand by that. I stand... Alone on a hill, screeching about Darth <laughs> Vader killing I everybody. I need it. Again. And I get that in the High Republic. I get that in the High Republic. I get Uh-oh. Jedi getting their life force sucked out of them. Not just giving it to people like Kylo Bin Rin Solo for a kiss of gratitude. I mean, they are being tortured, filmed, and broadcast to the entire fucking High Republic. I hate horror. And I'm like, that shit that shit right there is the start of why everybody kind of hates the good, Jedi apparently. and why no one
2: is worried about the. It be
0: I I know it can be, but I didn't know it was definitively well, what makes it.
2: Well, no, I don't. I think it's just a point that he's making. I understand the idea that like the diversity of storytelling yeah. in the era, yeah. the characters can might be can better. make it better. In your opinion, the characters might be yeah. better. Okay, Thomas, you, you, let's just. Let's, <laughs> I'm being let's, dead let's, dead let's kind of – <laughs> i'm trying to help you Did here you cheese and rice the I love audience it. <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um i want some taco cheese and rice um reason for the season do we have anything else to say about this
0: i think it's a flaming hot day no take. i i'm i need to plug this
1: hole and just leave it here <laughs> I, I do want to say thomas one more <laughs> thing? i think that i thought we were doing like future stuff so all of my original takes were about the future um
2: so i think that's I think you can play oh, that it can card. Okay. it can be anything. I have a ton about the future. Oh, that's fantastic. I yeah. feel that's where my mind went to. Anything
0: you want to air, right? Anything that you want to get off of chest. All your right, jet. are you Klein, guys ready? You have one, this is, this
1: of? is, this I've may got, be one oh, of my. T- I, I mean, go it's, go it's an to... addendum to this because I didn't know we could do that. Okay. <laughs> this <right>. podcast, <laughs> Kleinfeld, Jack Pew's, even David Thompson will be in love with the High Republic era after The Acolyte and begging for more of it. And I think you fuckers might read a book. I don't think. I think.
0: I think. No. I think that's like. I think that is a ice fucking cold. Take You're gonna read. But you are gonna read a book. I think it's obvious. Well, well, he. he no, i gonna That was the end book, of my take. But I will. I will watch. Well, that's a prediction. Yeah. One. <laughs> um, What's the fucking it, I think that that is. I think that that is cold as ice because yeah. the High Republic has seemed fascinating to me. The whole time, it's I, I will not deny that it is incredibly interesting. I'm just not I'm I cannot bring myself to read the book
2: or a book or any yeah book. I don't read books. You just um, read the Percy I Jackson read of Lightning nonfiction.
0: fiction, right? Yeah, Find but it. that I did read
1: that. Um, so you know I, how but to he's read? It, but, okay, been, but you've but he's read to it. Okay, you lied to me. Before. There may have been
0: some financial incentive. To I'll that. pay you to I read did. these okay, books. I love. I'll say something to you, Thomas. I love reading, I do. I just never read fiction ever. Fiction stuff. That's why I like. I do again. I read a lot audio of fiction. Right now, me. I'm reading a book about the 1990s Knicks, and it's great. I love you it. Me autobiographies
1: though, I'm like that's my favorite genre. Easy. I
0: think
2: that's a cold take, Thomas. I think it's cold or as well, Jack. Okay.
1: Isn't my turn? Told, like?
2: By the way, I I, I, I want to clarify. Like I've said on the show many times, the acolyte. Is one of my most anticipated Star Wars projects. Yeah, the Like is my most anticipated Star Wars. Yeah, TV finally come show. around. Yeah, definitely my t- definitely TV show. Like it. What do you mean? Not who? even close. Who? Him or me? I have felt this way yes. always.
0: Okay. <laughs> We've I, look, no.
2: You guys about the no, no, show. No, the You guys, time. you no. guys were saying Andor <laughs> was your
1: number one. Andor season two was like your top, and then now you're Andor, saying the Acolyte. Like. Okay.
0: Andor season two is. Okay, uh, that, hang that's, on. That's why out. I say the uh, finally.
2: Klein, yes, sure. I had three. I believe on that hype check, I had three uh, projects that but all Acolyle had five out of five right in terms there. of my hype. It was Acolyte, it was Andor season two, and it was James Mangold Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got, I had a five out of five for all. I got them. five on all of them, but they're ordered specifically Acolyte. Okay,
2: first. well, gee whiz, I didn't know I had to <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> make a ranking. I thought th- I thought um, you love making rankings. Uh, uh, I, I do. I just didn't know I had to do one. Look, I'm, I've always been excited for Acolyte, especially yeah. since Andor came out. I've said I think Acolyte is literally going to be Andor Andor with Lightsabers, with lightsabers in the and w- the Force. And the Force and Lightsabers are my favorite thing in Star Wars. So bingo. Klein, do you have a take, Peggy Thomas?
0: Can I are you guys ready? Can I break Oh god. Thomas's heart today? <gasps> can I break him as a human being? Young Jedi Adventures sucks. Of his Star Wars baddies? I think I can. Aside from being cool looking, nothing is interesting at all. All about Shin Hadi, and oh. I don't think she's a good character whatsoever. I think the only reason that we care about her is because she's with Balin, and he's interesting. If it was her on her own, we would. I don't think the. Perf- I don't like the performance. I don't. I'm not interested to find out really anything about her. I don't like where we leave her in the series at all. The only thing interesting about her is the fact that she is
2: with Balin. Can I take this one first? Your temperature take. Sure. You can do whatever you would like. This is the icest of cold takes so far. <laughs> <laughs> Even more alone. than Thomas's. because <laughs> I'm not alone. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I guess I never thought to bring it up on any of our reviews that we did here or on the direct podcast. I just the, because, just the because, more because, I think about it. B- well, yes, Client, but also, part of the reason I never brought it up there was no point to because there's no point to her character, at least right now. And I get there's a season two. They set stuff up. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Do there's nothing here for me in season one about, about
0: where she goes in season two.
2: No, no. I care about Balin not and maybe how zero. that could play into that. But that's because of Balin and his journey, not inherently her on her own. Yeah, 100 percent.
1: I agree. With you. I think the most inter- interesting thing she did was end up doing something on her own. And that's what makes me excited for right. her season two because she didn't do shit the whole series.
2: But that's she what only I'm But she Balin got sent still off sent her off to kind of do. But but what did she rather, do? Did she go back her to have Thrawn?
0: Stayed with Balin and continued to. Did do she nothing. go well, back Thrawn to left. Thrawn
1: like she was told to? Like go go do your thing, or did she just no? But I don't. The
0: th- they did nothing for me to get to the point where I care that she
1: didn't do that
2: we don't even know what she did she held up a lightsaber i we have no idea what the hell that means we don't need to we don't don't know anything means at the end of the series to be honest Well, for me to care i feel like i do (laughs) of course we don't need to know because we're getting a season two but in terms of me investing in it and being engaged with what's happening on screen yeah i kind of do
1: i also think it's a nice cool take because Everything you said is true. She's attractive. She's with Balin. That's why I care about her the most. Um her story is non existent
0: can, can I can I add one I think really the actress one quick, looks one awesome. thing?
2: Like she's cool. She looks cool.
0: I think that she's I think that she's less interesting than Morgan
2: be
3: <laughs> TVH. T-
2: T- oh, I agree. Morgan's an interesting character, especially with that finale. Um Oh, I forget what the line was. She had a line oh, the fact that she was doing it basically for her fallen sis- night sisters, um, that she had previously known. I was not a fan of Morgan Elspeth in that series. I hated her no. in that series. I just think they actually did something interesting with her character when Thrawn leaves her and says, Long live the Empire. He said like something about the yeah. Empire. And you can tell her allegiance doesn't give a fuck about the, it's not about the Empire for her. It's about the Night Sisters and the people that she lost. And because I've watched Clone Wars, I connected to that. Again, something you, interesting. It was for the Empire. And he goes she goes, For Dathomir. Exactly. Thank the you, line. Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. And I thought that was a great, interesting line unlike anything we got from Shin Hadi. But I, the actress, seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff, oh, my God. I mean, I hope she gets something interesting. Maybe that's me. why I'm more excited
1: it. about her future, because like, the behind-the-scenes stuff is like she—it's just fantastic, and it makes me endeared to the actress as the character. Yeah. Because I feel like I, I wasn't was as excited when the series came to. out, but you mention it now, Jack, and... I mean, there's nothing that gets me more excited than behind-the-scenes shit. It's exactly why I got into filmmaking in the first
2: place. So, like, you right. Mm. Oh, thanks, man. Jack. Okay, I kind of have one. Um, yeah, I'll, I have so many. I'll of stand. These guys. I'll, stand these I'll stand by this sure. one. I'll stand by this one. Sure, I'm gonna do Let's it. Do it. I'm gonna do the thing. Now, again, this is my opinion. This is all opinion-based.
0: Mm-hmm. This is a safe place. Crew,
2: skeleton yep. crew. Skeleton crew will be better than Ahsoka and Mando season three. I don't think the Mando season three is that um, hot, but I want to include it anyway.
0: I don't think that's an ice cold take. I would give it room temperature. Like I think that that is on the colder side of things because it does feel like it is a quote unquote passion project. It does feel like this is something John Watts wanted to do and went to Favreau and was like, I want to do this. And it just so happened that they're like, okay, we'll tie it into the Mandoverse this way. It, it truly does feel like a pitch and, and something that he wants to make happen and not something that narratively has to happen. If if that makes sense, that makes
2: a ton of sense. Klein, give okay. away with words. So I sir. think
0: that's like, I don't think it's the coldest thing in the world because some people might be shocked by that. Uh,
1: but yeah, all right. I do agree with you. I like it. I like it. Thomas tepid for sure. Um, Okay. I am on a way different level of enjoyment for Ahsoka than you are. My expectations were not killed or murdered because I put them too high, like a child. Um, okay,
2: okay. Hey,
1: hold hey, on, hey, hey, you. you said on. it stays on this hang episode. On. You said it stays here, so I'm never gonna mention. I understand? It again. That's I I understand take. That. You're a child. What, what do you mean? You can,
0: you're allowed to get excited for something and they be gave disappointed by to it. be excited and, for something. And
1: I kept saying. In fact, you kept saying maybe I'm getting my uh, my expectations too high, and I'm like, you are. You should pump the
2: brakes a little bit here, at times. But the, and, but then but then, oh, I oh, sa- I say that I don't want to say I don't mean it when I say it. But like I still, you know, hang on. I it's it's gone. I don't think I saved it. Give me okay, I, Thomas. Yeah,
0: you take this claim. I here's an here's an example that I'll give you. Across the Spider Verse, expectations so incredibly high for that. And I was excited, and I got more and more excited, and build it up, build it up, build it up, and it smashed every single one of those. I think that things can, like, you can get excited for things, and it is on the artist side to make something that isn't. Here's here, here's what I would say is that I wouldn't say the show was disappointing because it didn't meet my expectations. In that I was like expecting these specific things to happen, and they didn't happen. I just think that think the things that did that did
2: happen were interesting. Thank you, Klein. And I, and I guess, but Klein, also to your Across the Spider-Verse point, if it was bad, if Across the Spider-Verse was bad, you're allowed to be disappointed because you were, I mean, yeah. after Into the Spider-Verse, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Thomas, I put this in our Snapchat uh, group chat, the Reckless Rebellion one. And I was like, look, it, it, I mean, it's basically what Klein said. Having expectations for certain things and being mad that they didn't take your creative choice as if Lucasfilm is listening to you and thinks that you're the smartest human being on earth. There are definitely people out there like that. And I I get where you're coming from on this. But also, I just think the Ahsoka show had so much potential. If we're talking like capacity, if it was on a meter, it was sky high in terms of everything we've gotten with Clone Wars, because Dave Filoni was part of that. Everything we've got with Rebels, because that is his show. And I think it's one of the best Star Wars projects of all time. And I think the quality level capacity and the things they could, could have done, like it was so high. And then the things they chose to do, I'm not mad that they didn't take my ideas and put them in there. It's that I just don't think what they did was that good. That's all.
1: Where what's better? What's more good? Ahsoka or Mando season 3 for you? Ahsoka.
2: Ahsoka by far.
1: Cuz the way you Mando talk about three. Ahsoka, see the good. way you talk about Ahsoka is so much more harsh than the way you talk about Mando season 3. So it makes me feel
0: I think that well, should I think that should tell you how poorly we think of Mando season three because Mando season three was worse than Ahsoka not because the decisions they I mean the decisions they made were uninteresting and I did not like it but they were forgettable. Yeah I at least remember what happened in Ahsoka. Ahsoka is a as I said it is a great seven point it's still good. It is good it's just not great and it could have been great. Yeah. Mando season three is not good.
2: And and I do want to say um, both shows have gone down in, in the way I view them. My opinion on them have it, it definitely decreased since they came out. And Ahsoka just so happens to be the one that came out most recently, so that's the thing we've talked about more as a as a podcast. I think we talked about Ahsoka more because we were all just so pumped for it. So I think that's why I. It, but it's what clients said. Like I, Mando season three, the more I think about it, it's hot garbage. But yeah, I was more let down by Ahsoka because. I was expecting more from it. Like I I, I was I anticipated it more. Plain because we've before. gotten more before. Exactly. And it was based off of source material and Rebels. That, again, it's my third favorite Star Wars project behind Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. So Say that one more time. Star Wars Rebels is my third favorite Star Wars project behind Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Just wanted And be- then like Andor or Rogue One is next. Taste. You'd love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you
1: want to talk about disappointment, boys? Let me tell you what you're going oh to be boy. disappointed in next. Oh Andor no. season two Dad. is going to disappoint you. Don't Andor season it. two is going to be a disappointment <sighs> to fans because season one, they had no expectations. And then it came out no and it rose their expectations. Yeah. And now it's like, well, they obviously are going to meet it. But are they? I have a feeling that the way that the narrative is going to flow. I think they are. Because Klein can't even get through the first timeline of House of the Dragon, right? (laughs) And and that was a harsh time jump. Season one. That was a harsh time jump at times. (laughs) But with Andor season one, we all know it's the same year, so we don't really keep track of time. But as we find out, it's like a year passes throughout it. I have a feeling that people are going to really grind against the three episode arc in season two, each each one being a year, because it, I feel like there's going to be not a straight through line. Do we know each one is being a year?
2: Yes. Or do yes. we know that there's just a gap no, between yes. them? So each oh, arc fair. takes we place don't over know a whole hundred hundred year. Well, no, I think, I think they, they said mentioned that each one is I a year. I think they, mentioned they said it.
1: straight up it's a year. Because he originally so. had five seasons planned and each one was a year. Yeah. And so now it's like, well, I condensed it down to, you know, the final season can just be five
2: years or four years span. And Can I take this one first in terms? Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah, You're ready. I was going to say in terms of temperature, I think it's a hot take because I have absolute, I agree with what you're saying. Expectations are actually there now. But then again, Thomas, you have to remember, I was one of the few people who had expectations for Andor. Now, of course, they're nothing near what Andor season two is. But I was the one who said that I thought it was going to be up to the quality level of Rogue One, or just around there. So and it was better. It, you could make the argument it was better. Yes, it was. And also, I have absolute full faith in Tony Gilroy. There is no reason I shouldn't, especially when it comes the to the way
0: you have full faith in oh! going into a. Saga.
2: Thank you, Klein. <laughs> Thank you, Senor.
0: And I'll, I'll be the first to say, I think, I think, Jack, I think you agree with me. I'll be the first to say, I also have full faith in Tony Gilroy exactly the same way as I had full faith in Dave Filoni. Here's
2: the difference for me, though, because you bring up a very, very good point. Tony Gilroy and Dave Filoni, I trust Dave Filoni with Star Wars. I trust Tony Gilroy as a filmmaker with art. (laughs) art. (laughs) Yes. Like, I I don't know how much... I trust Tony Gilroy with my firstborn child. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know how much Dave Filoni was... Like, how many... How much stuff in Clone Wars and Rebels were actually his words on the page. But also, those were animated. Like, I guess what I'm saying is, with Dave Filoni transitioning to live action, there are a little bit more risks there that... Maybe we didn't consider because we were excited, but they were definitely there. And one thing I've heard people talk about and I agree with is like, you can't take the same type of writing from animation and just apply it to live action. And it's going to work out perfectly. It just doesn't work that way. And I guess, yeah, with Tony Gilroy, like with, with his actual writing, like yeah, the star Wars of it all might not be there, but I, I trust the guy with Dave Floney. I can see where like, he's still learning as a filmmaker, like, He's defining his voice, he's refining his art if we want to call it that. So he's still progressing. Tony Gilroy is him. So hot take for me, Thomas. Cause I don't I, I have I have full faith in Andor season two. And it will I'm not be broken give, until it is broken.
0: I'm also gonna give it a hot take because same reason I have full faith in Tony Gilroy and I'm we can play that back. Yeah, in a year play it back. or whenever, and like, and when it comes out and it's awful, the way that I have feel about season two and your, the time jumps and stuff, I wholeheartedly believe each of these arcs is not going to take place over an entire year. No, no, no yeah. I think it will. What? Well, I agree okay, with okay. you. Each each one of these arcs, these three episodes, will not cover the span of twelve months in one. Oh, single I three agree, episodes.
2: and I I don't think that's. The case. Okay. That we meant like, that like each yeah. one will skip, or like oh, arc yeah. one to arc I two totally will be. Agree. And I yeah, think yeah. it
0: works because I think we can slowly build to something and each arc is, um, is its own story 100%. just like yeah. we just got. If season one had been one continuous thing without these kind of three episode arcs that we did end up getting, I'd be a little more concerned. But they showed us that they can do that storytelling and do it incredibly well without these big gaps you can introduce the big gaps fairly easily by having these arcs at the end of each arc it's like a oh boom oh we can kind of see where the ball is rolling towards the next one um i have full faith in andor season two there's no way it can be bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i i have another i take am i am worried ago, unless thomas once i go. am worried that they might try to span too much time in the three episodes. Um, I think it's going to be these little bites. I think it's
0: going, like, the prison sequence. I think they've shown us that they can do these kind of bite-sized moment-in-time How long was he
1: in prison?
2: Does it matter? Okay. Why? Well, we know that the first season takes place over a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like...
1: Are we going to end up at the end of a mission and we get like just, you know, three days in that mission? Or is it going to be a couple months in that mission? Like, that's what I think. I I think it's the first. It depends. Is where and and I have faith in Tony Gilroy and his ability to pay shit out in a spy drama. But I'm worried more about the general audience because there are people who still think Andor is boring and they're fucking stupid. I said it. That's Good not a hot awesome. It's cold.
0: Okay. If you didn't, if you <laughs> did not like season one of Andor, you're not going to like season two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that I, was season one this massive hit for Disney? Was it the thing that people had to tune into Disney yes. plus for? We all thought it was, <laughs> and it is incredible, but it wasn't, it was not, a, it was not a, a gym down the road is going to go and like, it's not like what Mando season one was. It True. wasn't a 10 pole event for them. It was fairly niche. It was like a, 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 not like the Game of Thrones HBO series, but the Barry mm. or the mm-hmm. Righteous Gemstones. Like, Barry. that's not a that's not a mass appeal thing. Right. Barry fucks. I think they wish it would be,
2: but it isn't. I think... I, I'm curious, though, if Andor Season 2 might flip the script on that just because... Because we, we all saw the numbers for... But those numbers are always based in terms of viewership on the first five days, first 24 hours. Even you could... Maybe call it the first season. It definitely of when could it came see an uptick
0: in a similar way that to like across the Spider Verse. Ex-
2: that's my point, Klein. And it's, it's
0: had like a year. Th- the thing to and build that's the thing. Momentum. The
2: thing about streaming is that you can go to it, <laughs> unless you're Max. You can go to it at any point. So if enough people were talking about it, even after the show, the episodes aired, people can still go and find it. And I'd be, I mean, we'll never know, but I'd be very curious about the numbers, how they progressed from when the first episode released, even up till now, and what those numbers are like. But yeah a good point good points all around good discussion who wants to go next nice i would all right here we go here we go i think there's a better
0: chance of george lucas releasing another star wars film than there is taika waititi's movie seeing the
1: light of day you're an insane person ice cold take i that is a flaming hot now that is that is colder than Haas i love nipples. This. okay sure
2: okay george lucas will never make another star wars movie i agree and, but to me, the chances of him, number one, Taika Waititi... That's how,
0: that's how low I think the chances are Taika Waititi's movie Second. releases.
2: I, I think that's insane. It, I mean, because you can play the game of like, well, I don't think George will ever actually release one, but the chances are higher. I mean, there's nothing you can really argue against. You can't argue really for or against this one. No. But... I will say this. I, I could Taika see George Titi Lucas Titi's making another movie, movie in, and releasing it, though, before yeah. he passes.
0: I think Taika's movie is a non starter. I Like, there is, it, it is just, that movie is phantom. It's like just It well, is floating through
1: space, broken down, no hyperdrive, no communications. The electrical signals are broken. And Taika Waititi is out here doing all these other things that he has more. We're going to get Gusto a report for in
0: a year he's,
1: that's just like it's been
0: it's been shelved, that, shelved, <laughs> just like like, <laughs> that, doesn't, like that doesn't
2: mean the chances of George to see. I guess when I hear chances, I hear probability. I think back to all my econ classes and they're okay let's remove chances out of it actually speaking you then. i just you can't in my opinion you cannot say that the chances are higher for george compared to someone who is actually at this moment writing a star wars movie regardless he? yes he is he is sad. I, I, I there is no there is no sign to me that that is actually happening Klein,
0: there's, there's i don't there's, care what he
2: says show me something then okay but you okay <laughs> see this is the funny this is the thing about it you have an actual sign, whether you want to believe it or not, that he he has said that he is in the middle of writing it. You have no yeah. signs to the contrary, but you'll believe the contrast. Yes, exactly. Illogical. There was a point. It's so illogical. There was a point. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you like if you're in yeah. the. Uh, I think of it in a court of law. Like you, it just it doesn't work that way. This isn't a court of law. But <laughs> you're right. I'm just I, that's how I'm thinking of it. But like he. The only thing we've gotten from his movie lately is him saying he's writing. So we know. Let's 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 take
0: George out of it then. Okay. I think it is more likely that we get. um, I think it's more likely we get Rogue Squadron than we get Taika Waititi's movie.
2: I dis. I still disagree with that. Just because. Mm. Mm. Well, I I thought there was some like legal thing with Rogue mm. Squadron going. This on. is that's a good one, Klein. I don't even know. I'm all that over is a good one. But <laughs> again, for me, there's. I think I could have swore there was some legal thing going on with Rogue Squadron. I could be no. Maybe that's the acolyte. Even um, if there is,
0: I think they resolve that, and that movie comes out. And it, like it has a more likely chance of coming out than Taiko Waititi's I, movie.
2: You're not going to convince it. Well, not that you're trying to. I'm just I, the reason I'm explaining why I think it's a hot take. Jack,
0: let me just let me just ask you what does Taiko Waititi's Star Wars movie ever release? No, with Taiko as the director.
2: No, okay. but that doesn't mean I think okay, but I that doesn't mean I think the chances <laughs> are higher that Rogue Squadron's going to release. It's not the same thing. It's I do but it's not it's not that's, it's no but Why? but klein this is what we just talked about with george i was like well there's no way george will ever release another star wars movie you're like Patty I says it still a- could hang happen. on klein klein hang on this doesn't this doesn't add up but let's cover this i said when you brought up george lucas you said there was no <laughs> chance that i was like there's no chance that george lucas ever releases okay. another star wars movie you yep. said i agree and now you're saying do you think that Taika Waititi's maybe will ever come out? I say no. And you're like, well, then I prove my point. I was like, well, no, it doesn't prove your point because then my George Lucas point makes more sense.
0: They both make sense. It's what about, just okay, like ranking. Here's, here's
2: another project. I think we get a whole Ryan Johnson trilogy. I agree. I, instead of a takeaway, dude okay that project. is i think that's a nice cold take I mean, that ryan johnson okay. trilogy whether the trilogy happens it's it's i don't know but the mo- he will release another star wars movie i will stand by that I think we would you like idea. to know, I, know I will
1: stand by the fact that that might be a hot take to me i don't know if they want to work I, after the re- response Of the dickhead side of star wars aka the fandom menace uh to ryan johnson i'm not sure i'm not sure cuz it's all about the money Fair. it's all about the money so will those people show up for
2: Iger right now yeah
1: so will those people show up to a ryan johnson movie probably not yes
2: yeah, so will i it. show
1: up to a ryan johnson movie 10 times you bet your sweet tits. but thomas i
2: think they would because it because yeah. of the hate behind it because everyone's hate watch i mean that's, people are not gonna the- watch hate or not gonna hate watch yes Rebel they movie. will
1: okay I oh, agree no, with that. No. That's what I'm saying. Move, They won't. But, but that movie is so going to be different that, that, though. You think That's the Snyder different. fans would go hate watch Ryan difference. Johnson?
2: Here's the difference, Thomas. Oh Here's the difference. Oh boy. The people that don't like Zack Snyder or his movies or don't gravitate towards them. Okay. Right. They are not the same kind of people, and I'm generalizing here, and I don't like that I'm doing that as I'm saying it. But <laughs> the, I'll, I'll put it like this: the hate for Ryan people Johnson, who hate
0: Zack Snyder, are better people. No, no, no. That's kind of Ryan where I was Johnson. going down my
2: words. I don't want to say that. I will say this: there, the, there is hate and vitriol against Ryan Johnson. Okay, I'm sure there are people out there that actually hate Zack Snyder for whatever stupid reason. But for the, mo- for the most point, I don't, think people people hate- I don't think people hate his movies or hate him. Yeah. Like, I've heard people hate say the that The Last Jedi is so bad. Like, they they think Star- Ryan Johnson's not a Star Wars fan. And, I'm like, the dude literally grew up. There's an interview with him talking about one of his favorite Christmas gifts was a Millennium Falcon toy ship. Like, just because you don't like something, you c- you call him not a fan of Star Wars. Like, that's the difference. Like, I'm not going to watch Rebel Moon. Not because I hate Zack Snyder. Yeah. I just, I'm not interested in it. No. At the end of the day, it's, it's a Star part? Wars movie. I'm not reviewing shit for Rebel Men. <laughs> At the end of the day, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie is a Star Wars movie, That's and fair. people hate Ryan Johnson. People absolutely I think hate. That people
0: hated the Last Jedi, and not Ryan Johnson. They might hate Ryan Johnson's work on the Last Jedi. I, I don't
2: know, man. No, I no, disagree.
0: Okay, I think based on the
2: stuff. Do I've you read. think
0: that people who hated the Last Jedi didn't ha- like did not in- actively enjoy like Knives Out? Because Ryan well, Johnson no, it, was involved?
2: It, again, it depend, we're, we can't generalize because I literally I know, know people it, who I like know. The Last Jedi or who I don't think like that, it. Who love I Nights think out. that given
0: Ryan Johnson, th- there is a way to market that movie to say – like, the, not to say it, but to imply – like this is Ryan Johnson given the toy box, right. not given someone else's toy box, given his own right. in the Star Wars universe. Then I have a feeling people may not forgive, but there would be interest at least. Right,
2: and – I want to say this i guess what i've seen from snyder fans on on youtube or or no, no no i take that back not snyder fans on this podcast i take that back i didn't mean snyder fans the people who hate the last jedi and i have seen people who actually hate ryan johnson for the work that he did i've seen those people on youtube and twitter more than i've seen Go watch people Looper, and you try you tell me it's not fucking great movie i agree with you Klein, and knives out um a lot of things came up in this in this i don't even know how we started down this road man but- <laughs>
0: Well, it was my it was, it was my it was we, my we went from lucas to patty
2: to, Tyuka, to Tyka
1: to johnson to snyder back to nothing because it's all in ouroboros let's zach, clarify let's clarify
2: if you're a zach yeah. snyder fan we love you we do as long as you don't support hate and and yes hate watching things and and any other I can't inappropriate it.
1: i cannot Behavior. wait
2: yeah um yeah. We're not trying to disclude anybody. Like disclude, is that a word? I don't think so. Yep. But we're not trying to <laughs> disclude you know, is definitely a we, word. We we love all as long as you also support the idea of love. I will say right?
1: um, I'm not the biggest fan of Zack Snyder. Zach Snyder's latest shit. He also makes hot dogs. Um, I liked Batman versus Superman. I thought it was better than people gave it credit for. It was darker than I preferred. Martha. But <laughs> uh, but everything after like uh, Dude, Man of Steel Zach Zack Zach Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I, I, I watched it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was good. I, I don't know if I'd say it was really good, but I had, I mean, it's yeah. not the really Justice good. League it is a really shit good. piece of Frankenstein that I don't even like to ex- uh, reference <laughs> It exists. It's reference its existent. So requiaskit it didn't go fuck yourself to that movie. But Zack Snyder's Justice League, my biggest gripe is his Shtick in filmmaking style of the, the slow mo. It's just not for me. He He's like, an auteur. And I'm very aware. Yeah. Like, he he's, what he does is not for me very often. And it's the as same he's thing gotten Anderson, more. For me. Yeah. And as he's gotten, you know, less leash on him as time's gone on, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to watch this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was excited for Rebel Moon. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, I. I don't know, like the it, you love Star Wars, I know, though. but I don't like Zack Schneider. Zach Snyder's
2: shtick, Snyder, <laughs> Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. Um, yeah, Thomas, I keep I, screwing I, that up. I completely agree. The trailers are actually what turned me off to Rebel Moon. I was excited for it, but yeah, it, look, any auteur like when they have their s- such a specific sense of style and whatever else, it's you know it turns some people off. For me, that's Wes Anderson. I, yeah. I'm not. I think he makes some great movies. So I'm not as good. It's just his style for me just isn't. It doesn't appeal to me.
1: Last question: How long is part one of Rebel Moon? Do we know?
0: I think it's like two twenty or something. Okay, but wait
1: for the
2: director's cut. No, it's <laughs> boys. Real quick, it's seven o'clock. I don't know how long uh, we've been going for. Yeah, about an hour and a half. We we get we, we should you do, know close it do out we soon. Each want to do two hours and fourteen. One more take, I think, is where we're yeah. at.
0: Rebel Moon.
1: We can do I one more. Okay, really quick really,
2: we'll quick, reach. really quick, yeah, really quick, really quick, really quick. I just
1: want to say, I asked a buddy who hates the Last Jedi. He says it's the worst. If Ryan Johnson were given another Star Wars film or trilogy, would you go watch it and be excited? Absolutely not. It's fair. So that's where I stand
2: on Close the Ryan Johnson it's, version of that d- argument. For me, it's not about excitement. It's, just, and I, I'm not speaking for him. But and you, if he doesn't want to go see it, he doesn't want to go see it. But I still think the general public. Would go see it even if they hate him, think it's gonna be, even if they've already made up their mind that it's gonna be bad. I still think a lot of people would go see it. And that's where it's I disagree. It's a Solo movie. It's a Star- Solo G-
1: Who the fuck went to see Solo?
2: That's a, and di- then it's who- a different. It's not oh, different because is, it comes yes, off Thomas. the last
1: Jedi hate.
2: Thomas, do you know what movies it went up against? Deadpool 2, Infinity War. And it came out and it wasn't no, just no, coming no, out. No, no, no. We're Last only Jedi. talking about Star Wars. Not it when was it was five months after,
1: Last, after Jedi. Last Jedi. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Because they hated Last Jedi so much they didn't want to support Disney Star Wars anymore. No, that was it, no. an actual thing.
0: I think that I, I don't I think if that If it
2: was Rise of Skywalker, do you think no. the same thing? If episode nine somehow came out five months after Last Jedi. Do you still stand by that statement? That they wouldn't have gone to support it because, I mean, Rise of Skywalker still made a billion dollars coming was, off of Last Jedi. It was,
1: it was the last billion dollar
2: movie that we ever people. Got. It, people hated Before Last Jedi, pandemic. but they still had an interest. I'm not saying the movie would make a billion dollars. I'm saying it's still going to make money. People would still go see it whether they like or dislike Ryan Johnson. I think work. you underestimate the fandom menace is where I stand on it. But Thomas, how how would the Fandom Menace be able to hate that movie? I mean, they still could hate it without seeing it, but like what if it was good? The, the, but what I'm saying
1: is I don't think they would go see it is what I that's where my my planning my I flag, think they I would think because they that's would.
2: how you that's how they get content, man. That's how they get content. Mm-hmm. How do you think the how YouTube you people will be able to tapes? talk about how bad this part was and this part was and that part was? But that's not all of, boatloads that's of the boatloads of videos. That's just the ones who create the videos. There are but people who only watch it. the videos. the content,
1: baby. It's out that's on I, there, man. But there are people. My, my buddy, who was my roommate, okay? Every time it comes up, he gets violently angry. And we get in, we've get we gotten in wrestling matches because of it. Just because we were drunk. <laughs> did Matt
0: Remke watch Zack Snyder's Justice League the day it came out? You're goddamn right he did. Does he hate Zack Snyder? Yes, he does
2: yeah exactly we, so we that's my to point the Thomas I, I also think you're un, you're 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 over <laughs> what's the right one here I think yes there is the fandom menace out there but yeah. I like I don't want to say it's a small community like I know people who hate the last Jedi who aren't like fandom menace people I think there is a small, there is a vocal minority right. for sure. Right. Thank you for putting that on, out.
0: on the like on the very. And far Thomas, end.
2: here's the other thing: it's a Star Wars movie. Now I don't know what's going to happen with the new Star Wars movies that come out. Will that just keep damaging the brand? They won't come out. Possibly, Tom. I you're <laughs> say, you're saying literally, literally like Star Wars. You're you're saying the <laughs> they won't go support this movie. <laughs> I am. Sorry. And I get Ryan Johnson's didn't Rise of Skywalker, but that still made a billion dollars. I still think there'd be interest. And if I don't think it, I don't think Ryan Johnson's movie will make a billion dollars, but it's gonna make money. People are gonna go see it. I don't know how much. If you want to put a number on it, we
0: can, we can bet. What if they released it with no information on the director? None. Zero. You could not get me more excited about a movie. I've always pitched the idea of Marvel doing a thing where it's like untitled Marvel project until the until so the second fun. you sit down.
1: Jesus, In- you know who? That into my you there know who? Be
0: no way it, way it would work. the internet.
2: One? Gareth Edwards. Just putting that out. That's my it's not a take, but
0: do you have another take, Jack? Do you want to do your
1: last one? So <laughs> this so has
2: not been here? the conversation I thought it would be, and I'm so happy it wasn't. It's been
1: so much no, fun. I love it. I this, um, is, this is I concede fun. you guys were right. Fuck it. You're welcome. I love you. <laughs> no don't ha- get seed. Yeah. You don't have to have a we winner. We love each other. It's because I got more texts from him, and I was like, "God damn it!"
2: Oh, did he <laughs> yeah. say? I mean, I'd still go see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he
1: totally yeah. Did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." You proved my point. And he goes, "Well, I'd still go see it." And I was like, "God, why, Mikey? Why?" <laughs>
2: Thank you, Let Mikey. I appreciate
1: this.
2: it. <laughs> um, hang on, I'm looking at my list. Someone else may need to go first um i should not go first i have a list and i'm struggling
0: i can i can fire yeah, i klein, can fire you got like
2: 20 a last one
0: out um yeah <laughs> do we want a another movie one or do we want another disney plus one let's do
2: disney plus
0: it's a them all out there klein despite being called the mandalorian baby yoda is the most interesting part of the show and should be the focus going forward like even move, just move away from all the Mandalorian stuff.
2: This is tough because the first part of that sentence of he's the most interesting part. I think Mando three did a lot to undo a lot of his interesting stuff, but the potential still there. I think that's why I don't right. like Mando the potential is still there, and I agree that he should become the f- uh, focal point of the show. So I'll say it's it's a cold take.
0: I think where the show was going coming out of season one. Or where I thought it was going, and I guess in this season two as well, it was going to be. It's called The Mandalorian, but it is it is about Grogu growing, and it is about Grogu becoming more attuned with the Force. And then we started getting into here's Bo Katan, and here's the Mandalore, here's Mandalore. We're gonna save Mandalore. We're gonna meet all the Mandalorians, and and that started in season two, and then we got more of it in season three. It got a lot of it in season three. I'm I'm done with it. I want more of this.
1: Like, Jedi OK, epic. OK, I got you. With yeah, baby. Yoda. I am saying it's tepid because I think the show is still about him. But I think in a way, he, don't make him Mandalorian. Also, I think like, I think that's what they're going to do. Oh, no, no, don't I don't do think it. he'll end up with a helmet no. because they've they've already broached the rule. <sighs> Hold on. Let me go. They've already broached the idea that you don't have to wear the helmet. They're not going to be able to make a helmet to protect his ears. So with that, it'll look stupid, but he can still be a Mandalorian. He is a Mandalorian. Like he's in the cult. But what I I think they're doing and where this is why I say it's tepid is I think it's going to be the balance of Jedi and Mandalorian because he's way stronger in the force than Sabine. We see that now. But she's better Mandalorian. But I think with time, he can be. We just haven't gotten a lot of the Jedi side of that in a while. Yeah. And I think. I, this kind of tied in with one of mine, Mando season four, I think is going to be the best of them all because it goes back to Whoa. basics of what the story is, uh, which is we go make it. Yeah, matter. we go week to week and we're going to learn more about the force and Jedi stuff through um, Grogu and his interactions with whomever Jude Law's character is Cal what I would be worried about
0: what I am worried about with season four though is where we leave them at the end of season three, it does really feel like it's like it's just gonna be Mando and Grogu and their fun adventures. Mm-hmm. Like it's just gonna be them doing their adventure of the week yep. forever mm-hmm. until we get to the Mandoverse movie. I want it to I want it to be a Hey, maybe we're looking for this Jedi relic yeah. or something for the whole season. Yeah. And like, yep. I really want to like lean into that. Give it, it make it a Jedi story that also happens to mm-hmm. be a Mandalorian with ba- with Baby Yoda. I guess, I mm-hmm. guess I don't care if he's called a Mandalorian, but make him Tarvisla. Like, I I want a focus on that force training yeah. and yeah. that sort right. of. Thing. Klein,
2: I love the pitch for the future. I guess for me, I was always. Yes, Grogu's journey was always the most interesting part about Mando to me. But the storytelling of Din Djarin from Mando one to two, and then even to Book of Boba Fett, I thought was so. It was such an it was an interesting tag team of stories and development for characters. But
0: to me, that was so intrinsically well, tied to the Grogu.
2: I a hundred percent agree. And for me, I was still interested though in how Bo Katan, how Mandalore. And all that stuff could further develop Din's character. And we saw in season three, it it really didn't at all. It had nothing to do with him. It was more of a plot device to say, hey, we're just taking back Mandalore. And there was, in my opinion, no journey for Din Djarin. And so everything I was interested in about Din Djarin and his potential completely wasted in Mando 3. And I don't really think everything I was interested in is gone now. Like the whole Mandalore stuff, Bo-Katan stuff, it's, it's gone so all that's left for me now really in the show is Grogu. And that wasn't, that was barely touched on in Mando three. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't even think we need to see another Mandalorian no. in don't season four. Yeah, I agree. I also thought the man it's cooler when he's the, when he's I thought the, the Mandalore stuff and Bo Katan stuff was going to also, just as Din Djarin did tie into Grogu somehow. I didn't know what, how that was going to be. And it again, as we've all said, ah, it just did. Ah, he got it. Ah, a-
1: ah, 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 ah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah.
1: It will. It's just going to take some time. Just like the setup in season one led to season stuff in season two. He's going to tame and ride the mythosaur, just like he did the Rancor. I don't want that. I, I want it. I want you think I Grogu want will? Yeah. He's going to mm. tame the mythosaur. I think it's gonna be Dinjar. That Arner to Boba me can. doesn't see they talk about no Tar that to me is a Mandalorian. Yeah, Tar Vizla is the one who did it, right? That's what they all say. But did they say that? Yeah, the first Mandalore, which was Tar because he had the dark saber. Yes,
2: I don't think those are the same things. Oh well, regardless of that fact, I'm gonna stand <laughs> on this headcanon and say <laughs> it might be. It might be. Yeah. I don't. I just from what I remember, I
0: don't think. So. I don't need us going back to Mandalore. Is my like I. I don't need us. And back
2: it was there. so uninteresting in that season. I mean, it was so all volume-y.
1: green glass. It was green glass. Uh, Jack. Yeah. It was what volume-y. is your take?
2: Fuck. Um.
1: That's a great take. We should all do that. The hot <laughs> take, even <laughs> with all these mustaches. Um, <laughs> I don't have one.
2: Even though I look like I'm gonna pick up your. Kid I have in takes. Van. I just <laughs> so I feel like they're cool. too cold for a conversation.
1: Yeah, that's where I stand on some of mine. And um, I've
2: also said a lot of stuff that is like, on your I, you, I yeah. think Ahsoka was yeah. not a good show. <laughs> um, hmm. can I frame this opinion as a uh for this segment? Okay, I'll say this. This is wild that this is coming from me. I'm kind of doing this just for the show because I kinda ran out of takes. <laughs> No, 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 no. You have I'll to have some
1: it. kind of faith in what you say. Be true to be
0: true to yourself. I'm going to be
2: true to myself. I'm going to be I'm going to be true to like 30% of myself that believes this. Sure. Not the 70% that doesn't believe it.
1: I okay. like the other framing.
2: Fuck, I hate saying this because it say it. I don't I don't know all of Dave Filoni's responsibilities as CCO. I don't So, I don't really like saying this because without knowing each and every one of those responsibilities, I'll put it like this. If he is in charge in any way, well, not in any way, but if, if if he has final say in what does and what doesn't get greenlit at Lucasfilm, specifically in terms of movies and TV shows, I'm not sure he was the greatest pick for that role dependent on if he has final say oh. now I, I he would still need Kathleen's approval because she is in charge of him but because if that is the case I don't think andor gets made and I want more projects like andor and Star Wars
1: hot take
2: wow. I love you Dave Floyd that's Just only 30 percent of myself
1: yeah. I know I'll say yeah. I'll say hot take yeah. because not flaming hot which I was leaning but I, I I have I a dependency in I, there, and a dependency yeah. that we'll never know the truth about. Exactly. So, I don't know if I feel like he likes Andor,
2: right? And I we don't because, know for sure. And he's see, made one and see, comment. I just, about. It.
0: He, here's, I, I just don't know if he sees the pitch and hits the chip. Yeah, right. I, it's not just about I,
2: seeing the final show; it's about the pitch. Yeah,
1: exactly. And always vision. Yes, and that's the thing. Is now that, he, and here's the reason why I say it's it's a hot take and not flaming hot or not tepid or cold because he's now seen. Rogue One, which I think he likes. I think he's mentioned how much he enjoys Rogue One. And Andor, which does something totally different than Rogue One, but still in that same era in vain. And even though Star Wars is for kids, there's a lot in there for adults, too. And so Andor, I think, is like a, hey, you know, this could actually work with the right
2: person in charge. But, Whereas, But Thomas... Dave Filoni is strictly on that George Lucas line of thinking that it is for kids. So I don't know if he would be the guy in there to say, well, there's a lot of stuff in here for adults. So this is interesting. I think he'd be saying like, this seems a little, I think it would just make him cautious of like, this doesn't quite seem to be in line with what George Lucas's vision for what the franchise is. Whereas Rogue One, I think does line up more with that. And there's butts in Andor. Let's not forget. I don't think Dave Filoni is.
1: Oh my God. There were tits in Return of the Jedi. Like, Get the fuck out of here with that. It, uh, the it that's a director's
2: cut, Thomas. Actually, according to you, the official version is uh, George's. Whatever you said, sure, because I I lost track of that
1: combo a long time ago. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll check the tape. We'll check the tape. Um,
2: the remastered.
1: Well, the yeah, that's the fuck the remastered. Hate it. I <laughs> hate it. Um jiggy jiggy Yeah.
2: Um. Is it my turn? Well, Klein, do you think this is? Oh a yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I I stole the show.
2: I'm hot sorry. or cold take? No, it's fine.
1: I think it's
0: a tepid okay. take. I'll take that. Um, I also am a little unsure of Dave. I don't know if Dave is the... It's interesting. I don't know if Dave as a creative head is a James Gunn type Ooh. or as a Kevin Feige mm. type. Kevin Feige, very... Um, from what we've seen, at least we haven't seen the, the Gun DCU stuff, so I might eat these words. Uh, Kevin Feige, very top... Not top level, but uh, bird's nice. eye view he kind of he sets up the sets up the dominoes um and is involved creatively in helping knock those dominoes over but isn't there day-to-day writing the things whereas james gunn is going to set those dominoes up for some other creatives but is also actively helping craft that story by way of like he's writing superman and doing a whole bunch of uh, uh, like that's not the only project he's writing um, I don't know which of those Dave Filoni is. And to me, what Star Wars almost needs right now is more of a Kevin Feige yes, type. Agreed. Is more of a – somebody who is going to may not f- specifically pick the I – mean, he might pick the direction, but w- is open to – I don't know. It is more – flexible yeah. I guess would it be narratively well um, that's what I mean in terms
2: of like final say like does himself. he have final say of like what gets approved and what doesn't get approved I think mean, I think Kevin at the end of the day does kind of have a, a similar power but he's not the he one does. writing and he, he
0: rolls the ball of right. the narrative he kind of picks the end point and has the the dots on the map of how we're going to get there and in Star Wars we, we don't really need an endpoint right now we just need someone to put dots on the map we don't need someone to be crafting this sweeping narrative right. tapestry that that is like connective from beginning so, to end, which I think is what Dave Filoni. So does. much of this
2: take that the, the reason this take came up, it's it's specifically because of where we're at with the Star Wars franchise right now. If this was the beginning of the sequel trilogy and it hasn't come out yet, I say Dave Filoni, Filoni would have is been perfect. Perfect. Yep, he's perfect for it. But with where we're at now. And the fact that they just, you, you get a project here, you have a project here, or this timeline. Oh yeah, you you can go do this thing over here. I I just don't know. If, and again, he might not be getting so, final say on this stuff. He might just be what he said in that article of like, he's going to be a guiding light, helping these creators bring their vision to life in the best way possible. And that still fits inside the Star Wars franchise. And But is he I, saying, no go, yes go picture?
1: So here's the thing that I think we should all look at from this moment going forward. There are projects in development before he got hired as this thing. Projects announced. Taika. Taika. Yeah, sure. Whatever. So (laughs) he is currently in that early Kevin Feige role of Marvel Studios. Like if you've read the history of the MCU or the reign of the MCU, I believe it's called early Kevin Feige was just there helping like we should do this. We should do this. We should do this. This is what I want to do. This is what we got to do. Um, and there was somebody else. But well, he didn't have to pick up any balls and run with them. Uh, is like, hold on. Let me get there. There was somebody else making final say above him. Ike Perlmutter. Then there was yeah. a guy beneath him who was pitching these ideas. Like he went to Kevin and was like, what are the characters we can use the most? And so they landed on Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk to make a certain amount of money. Iron Man, because it was not done, they could do, Pretty much whatever they want. It was based in realism and rather cheap comparative to some of the other things they had to do. Incredible Hulk is a sequel or a legacy sequel with a character very well known in pop culture, so it's easy gonna make double the money of the first movie. So they broke it down into the the mathematics of that. Then once they made their money, they're like, let's do Iron Man two, Thor, Captain America, and the Avengers, and they lead up. Pretty much after Iron Man two, he's like, I want to have the Avengers come together, and they're like, that's fucking crazy. And then after the first Avengers, he's like, here's where I want the Avengers to be going next. And the actors were like, that's fucking crazy. So I think Filoni is right now brought in to guide these movies like Kevin Feige was brought in to wasn't brought in, but he was there guiding. But do you think I see he saying, Thomas. has the right skill set to, to do guide that? others? Yeah, that's what he did. Hold on. This is yes. what he did in Rebels. If you think about writing and how running a uh, show does, he's showrunner of Rebels. I just
0: think that that's different than the, the I don't I think he's so in the minutiae, which is so great. Is Feige. And so in the weeds in the weeds day to day. I don't know, but Feige is very is as I said, like three thousand. Today, feet I don't know
1: if Filoni today has that. He is, but now I'm talking at the beginning. But he was at the no, beginning. No, he really too. wasn't that far up.
0: But he's not sitting there writing. Okay, where we we know where we want them to go, but he's not there sitting there writing. And to get there, it's going to be like th- this
1: person's going to walk into this well, building and do that. And, so and, you're and just Fi- and
0: Filoni's he's very, like that.
1: Yes, but also he's able to step back. And guide others. Like, he didn't write every script in the animated shows. I know, I know, I understand. And I think what he's doing here is an extrapolation from that. I
0: just don't think that's what. Uh, Right now, Star Wars is so disparate, and he would be great to roll
1: a ball in a straight direction.
0: Well,
2: I I. I thought something. that's what Thomas was kind of getting. We just
1: at. right now we don't need uh, well, see, that. Th- uh, oh. We are doing so, that with Mandoverse A. So I think that's kind of why he's going the way he is. So which will be done in five exactly. years. Okay. Hang, hang but that again. gives then- five years of of credence and work and then he's going to make that movie right but then but star wars is so much more than just hang, the because that's, right what, you, hang that's hang what
3: i'm saying hang, he's hang got on. his little I, thing I, to
1: lead the ball forward and then there's other shows that he can be like that's an interesting thing by the way you can bring out this little nugget of information and then let them do their thing the first jedi him overseeing and working with james mangold in like an advisory role is exactly what i'm hoping for and i think he's brilliant for that say that last part again advisory role who advisory role with james mangold of the first jedi of like helping because let's right right okay okay, yes like Hu yang he's
2: he's so old he's way back then 100 and he created that
1: character decade ago
2: that's kind of what i was get what i'm kind of getting at with the role i think what dave filoni is going to be especially right now with these projects that have already gotten approved they're being made He's going to be that guy who, as you said, Thomas, advisory role to something like James Mangold's first Jedi movie. Mangold has all these different ideas. I want to do this. I have this story. I have this character in mind. And Filoni's going to come in there, I think, both as a Star Wars fanatic and like the Star Wars guy. They have a story group, but be like, okay, well, so here's the context for this setting. Here's what we do have. Here's what we don't have in terms of like what's canon, quote unquote. Um, but also of like, well, that's interesting. Here are some lessons I learned with George about a, a, an arc for a Jedi or aspects of what he's taught me about the Jedi order and what they were, what they became to be. I think it's more of like a, here's like an information dump. Take what you want. We're gonna have some great conversations. And I hope you as a filmmaker, that being James Mangle, can take away a lesson that then feeds into your story. And then again, brings to life uh, the best version of their story that they can possibly make. Uh, So I don't think he's going to be in the weeds saying, well, I think that arc needs to go here and because I'm CCO. I I think this would be best for them setting up this type of thing. And then that needs to be like this because that's how George really sees it. I think it's going to be more so a thing of like, here's what I know. Here's what I've learned. Take with that what you will. That's what I hope. My worry is that it's going to be a, Honestly, especially for ones that are getting pitched. That he'll that, grab the wheel. He, I don't even think that. Like, I don't think uh, he'll, he'll want to get in there with Mangold and start rewriting stuff. I, I just don't see Floney doing that. But I can see him being the guy before Andor got approved if he was in the room possibly saying, I don't know if he likes it. I don't know. But based on a pitch, that's where I go. I don't know if he would have approved that kind of project. I just don't. I
1: just, I just want to remind that like some of the shit that he puts in the back like all these animated shows it's dark for a kid show no it's dark
2: in general
0: and that's I don't think it has to do with the maturity though but you're saying that that's
2: kind of what I'm getting at though Klein
0: Yeah, so like I'm getting it in terms of
2: I'm getting it in terms of tone and I I really think George
0: I think it's variety of creative variety of things Uh, Filoni, a felony project to me. You can. It's. It is. It is intrinsically feels like Star Wars, right. which is great, and and that's how and that's how Star Wars has felt since 1977. But right now we need to experiment. I agree. A little bit. We need to do some some weird. And I don't know if he he would be the one to rubber stamp. Right.
2: Weird. And Thomas, to your point about the maturity level the that you can find in Bad Batch and stuff. Yes, but let's not compare the Bad Batch to Andor. It's not the same. It's simply not like yes, you have those things in Bad Batch, but you also get an episode where they're they're like doing some pod racing, but not pod racing thing. Here, whoo, whoo, here we go, Would which you guys animated fucking show. hate. Yes, so that my
1: point. I is- I know, is, and I like him the mature
2: it, stuff, and I my my worry is that he wouldn't have approved something that's mature, like Andor, not even mature. Mature is the wrong word because it's not just that Andor was mature narratively. varied. yes, and and, and it, it's very. Andor, if you, in my opinion, I think Andor fits in with the idea of George Lucas's vision, but it is not inherently part of George Lucas's vision of what he would have created, what he would have wanted a Star Wars project to be about and, and how it would have been brought to life.
0: No, I mean, to be to about feel. To feel, it, feel is, like the, to, is a to better feel. Thing. I think we could have gotten an Fair. Andor story feel. under George, but it would not exactly. have felt. Exactly. And so, way. like,
2: that's my worry with, with Filoni. Again, Thirty percent of me, this is more so just for the conversation because I think it 's an interesting conversation. I just don 't know if he, based on that pitch, knew that that feeling was going to be so starkly different from anything that we 've gotten in Star Wars and is very is varied from george lucas 's saying i don 't know i i 'm a little cautious about it,
1: and with that we have we we are done that took so much longer than I thought we got into some heated areas. And as you boys remember, we can never mention any of these things ever again in the history Unless of our right. entire lives. I especially can't mention it if you are right, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Dear listener, our good fan, fellow rebellion member, what did you think of these takes? Where do you land on some of them? What is your 2023 take? If you don't feel like braving the internet, you can tweet it at us. And we will respond. I said tweet it at us. DM us and we will respond. If you're feeling brave and want to, you know, play around with that X that is Twitter, tweet at us at Reckless Rebels, R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-R-E-B-E-L-S. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave us a review. Play the episode on every platform that you possibly can. When you're not home, just turn it on. Play it. it. Gives us great, great listening views. Ups us up a little bit more um and pushes us forward i don't think we mentioned this this is episode 99 this is an amazing amazing episode we next time you hear us one of our best in, in, my opinion. in 2024 our first episode will be the 100th episode of this show the four of us will be together no idea what we're gonna do we're gonna take a little break over the holiday season but while we're gone klein where can everyone find you on social media
0: you can find me everywhere at the Kleinfeld, T H E K L E I N F E L T. And I hope everybody has a happy holiday season. Enjoy some
1: drink, enjoy some food, and just, you know, hug someone mm. you love. It's Preach. the best. Jack Jack, where can everyone find you on social media?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Jack J A C K P U E S, all one word and not just on social media, you can find me on another podcast, um, the direct podcast that is. I was on for their State of Star Wars episode. Trailer. I know, how dare I? How dare I? Um, I was on for their State of Star Wars episode where we talked about all things Star Wars kind of, I feel like we got into a lot of the State of Star Wars on this episode. So it was nice to, to talk about that with you guys. But yeah, check that out. It was a fun episode. Great to be back with the boys and kind of recapping 2023 and also looking ahead to the future of Star Wars
1: that is fantastic as of this recording and when this comes out zombies is still about to premiere that's this weekend fellas i'm excited uh the red that's, that's, a, that's movie a movie you're in movie that well, just, you're... Yes, just that clarify. is a movie that i am in i am a co-star of this movie um my name is not on the poster or the billboard, but it is mentioned in every press release, which is pretty fancy. I'm feeling nice. That's why right. I grew the mustache out months ago so it looked right for this premiere that I totally knew it was gonna be in December, but I did not. Um with that, sentient and droids, we've reached the end of the episode. Remember, the force is your ally and a powerful ally it is. We have spoken. Get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And never forget that I said this as the final take of 2023 that the boys don't have time to answer because they are now muted. Jude Law is going to be playing Cal Kestis in skeleton crew. Hottest take of the night. We love you. This was podcasting. Fuck it. I like that take. Yippee.